Coming up on today's show is the Defending Bad Comedies panel that I hosted at this past weekend's Pensacola Indie Fringe and Comedy Festival. The panel includes Jason Robbins, Wally Phelps, Julio Diaz, and Chad Sanders. For those of you who remember the Defending Bad Movies panel that I hosted at Pensacon last year, it works exactly like that, but strictly with comedy films. For those who did not hear that episode or didn't attend the panel, you'll hear how it works in just a second. But I did want to say before we dive into the episode, thank you to Steve, Julio, Emily Dillon, Chris Jadala, and so many others who helped put on an awesome weekend of comedy. Hopefully this becomes an annual thing. It was great being a small part of it, and this panel was truly the highlight of it for me, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. So that's coming up on this week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, which starts right now. So how's everyone doing? Welcome to, hopefully you guys are enjoying the inaugural Pensacola Indie Fringe and Comedy Festival. For this special panel, we are going to be doing something that we actually started at Pensacon last year. It was called Defending Bad Movies. And today we're going to be defending bad comedy. So how this is going to work... <laughs> you okay it, over there, Wally? It may not work. Wally yeah, it, it may, may just it may not the happen. entire time fiddling with his <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be great going back and listening to the recording of just... <laughs> Look, I'm trying well, to fix. Uh, <laughs> Before I go over the rules, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Jason Robbins. I'm Wally Phelps. Is this you guys' first time? Plug your shows. Come on. Come oh, on, man. You have to say you're award-winning comedy writer. Oh, Wally. I'm sorry. That's the wrong guy. I am award-winning comedy writer, Wally Phelps, uh, star of. Okay. <laughs> and and no, when I'm will you be performing at the remainder of the festival? I'll be performing at O'Reilly's at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, they're <laughs> foolish enough to give me a live mic on stage. And I will be at Perfect Plane tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, so come see me instead. O'Reilly's has better food. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect Plane doesn't have food, so exactly. you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, my name is Julio Diaz. I am actually responsible for all of this nonsense that's going on in town. I'm the president, uh, the chair of the event. I'm also the vice president of Indy Art Council, there, there, Pensacola. Uh, I have about 9,000 other titles that don't matter right now, so <laughs> we'll stop with that. I'm non-award-winning anything, Chad Sanders. Uh, I will be performing at the Comedy Festival of running from this place to that place and the other place. I also have a comedy YouTube channel called BitHouse. And I am one of the co-hosts of the Movie Night Autopsy podcast. Nice. I guess I should introduce myself. My name is Derek Diamond. I am the host of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, which this is actually being recorded for. So defending bad comedies, how this is going to work. I have got in this hat a list of over 50 of the worst comedy films that have ever been made. And these guys will have no choice but to say nothing but good things about the comedies that I draw out. And they don't know any of the titles that I'm going to draw out. Oh, I think I know some, but... You guys can probably figure them out. Yeah, okay. There, there were some... I did a lot I of... some ideas. I did a lot of research on this. I looked at several 
100 worst comedies of all time, and there were some that were just absolute no-brainers, which most of them are from my teenage and early 20 years. And if you like this panel, you can actually go back in the archives of the Derek Diamond Experience and listen to our Bat Defending Bad Movies panel at Pensacon uh, last year. Yeah, and it was a huge hit, and we'll be doing it again at Pensacon this year as well. So, Oh, and also, if they say any negative thing about the movie I draw out... They get buzzed out and they can't talk until I draw another one. We should also say that if you're interested in Pensacon, it's taking place February 28th through March 1st right here in downtown Pensacola. And yes, this is a message from the marketing director for Pensacon. I told you I had a lot of titles. So shall we get started? Let's, hold, let's hold on, hold on. I'm downloading IMDb. Just give me a <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Password? Okay. <laughs> it's, right, it's one password. One, two... Three, four, five. I'll tell you exactly why that's funny after we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not from an actual good comedy. I think I actually know. You, why act, that's you funny, know exactly yeah. why that's funny. Amazing. There's nothing, better than, <laughs> there's nothing better than a joke two people get in a room full of people. We're starting off with the Marvel classic, Howard the Duck. Cleveland. <laughs> Duck boobs. Duck boobs, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I am not attracted to duck boobs except for in this movie. (laughs) I ordered duck breast in a a restaurant. That's what I'm wanting. (laughs) This is the movie. I already liked Leah Thompson before this movie, but she is hot in this movie. And and the implication, of course, is that if she's going to screw a duck, I mean, she'll screw anybody, right? Oh, it was very much implied that she's. Duck in this movie. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it worked out for Howie Deutsch. Yeah, true. Hey, it had um, uh, 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 Tim Robbins, too. Yeah. Didn't it, didn't it also give George Lucas something to do in the 80s? Wasn't he a producer on it? That's true. That's not always a good thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was also the very first uh, Marvel movie. So it was... I believe you're right. It was yeah. the first time anybody ever saw a Marvel property on the big and I think that's huge. That's negative. It's huge. <laughs> it is a huge piece of cinematic history. There we go. So you're saying Howard the Duck blazed the trail for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It wasn't John Favreau. Somebody yeah, was blazed. Tra- <laughs> if it wasn't for Howard the Duck, we would never have gotten the Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. That, I would agree with you on that. <laughs> you should buzz him. That's negative. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's actually not a bad film. That's, that's the Punisher. We got to see Dolph Lundgren's bare ass. Man, you're I, really oh, that's a good I thing? I won't take... <laughs> In a sewer. I, I'll give you a pass on that oh, one. Okay. Meet the Spartans. Oh, my this was, God. This was a trend of parody movies. Yeah, I this remember was, th- this was like the there was the like the epic movie and the date movie. Yeah, and you had disaster movie, epic superhero movie. movie. Yeah, and then they did Meet the Spartans. Got to put the word movie in the title. So yeah, well, it, it dude it, bros need movies to watch. Too. You know, it's yeah. great for a reference when referencing movies like so that you can easily go to that reference and now everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. See, the great thing about this entire series of movies is that if you didn't watch the movies that they're based on, the fact that they're completely just redoing scenes without adding anything to them means you still got to see the movie. I think it's safe to say it's impressive what gets made. 
true. God, we're yeah. struggling. Give me hope that one of my films will someday seen, be seen in the theater <laughs> with people in it. I will say it gave people a job true. making a movie. It gave them a credit. Kevin Sorbo <laughs> I forgot, was able to get I forgot about that. <laughs> he, he doesn't seem too, 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 too bad off right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping this one would get drawn. Garfield. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yes. Uh, and, and led to a bunch of great gags in Zombieland and Zombieland Double Tap. So, I was going to say it so gave that us... that alone that salvages Garfield. It gave us one of the best quotes from Zombieland. It gave me one of my favorite <laughs> too, that the cartoon voice of Garfield was also the cartoon voice of Peter Vankman in the real Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yes. I did not yeah, know Lorenzo that. Music. The live-action oh. Garfield was also the live-action Peter Vankman. <laughs> and I think that's a very interesting piece of information. That's a great trivia question. I would like to say a personal reason, and it gave me and my young brother at the time something to do on an afternoon, and I could spend time with family. Bill Murray bringing family together. I have a quick question. Yes. Okay, so we can't say anything negative about these movies we're talking about. Correct. Have to say all positive things. Correct. Does the inverse work? Can we talk shit about good movies? That's That's actually a different panel. Yeah, that's actually a good idea for a separate panel. The other other bit of trivia that I actually really like about Garfield is that Bill Murray has said that he only took the movie because he saw that it was written by Ethan Cohen. (laughs) And he thought it was Ethan Cohen, as in Joel and Ethan Cohen. But it was Ethan Cohen, C-O-H-E-N. Doesn't explain Garfield 2, but we're not, I don't have to be nice about Garfield 2 right now. Yeah, so. this is just the first one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shallow Howl. That's not a bad movie. You know, I, I like yeah. Jack Black. Yeah. Is this the movie that introduces also, us to Jack Black? No. No, high fidelity. No, I believe his first movie was Mars Attacks. It's a oh, relatively Mars small Attacks. role, but he is in Mars Attacks. I'm oh, you're sure right. Yeah. First film. Uh, and, and it also has Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Yeah. Yes. The makeup <laughs> effects were astounding. Yes. I had a great nap during this movie. <laughs> in the I mean, I had to eat for years and years to get Gwyneth Paltrow's body. <laughs> Home Alone 3. It doesn't have a Donald Trump cameo in it. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was in it. So Are that- you serious? Yeah. Yeah. How old was she at the time? Like 12? Okay, I can't be into it. <laughs> I think it made remote control cars semi-popular again in the late 90s because he used a remote control to get from house to house, which kind of falls into the whole Home Alone thing of we need some kids toy to market here. Now, was, was Macaulay still in this one or no. was this after this, he said This was a different cast. The, okay. I, I have a, I have a qu- How many people have actually seen Home Alone 3 in here? So almost oh, wow. everybody. Uh-huh. 400 the people fact their hands. that this movie is about a sick kid who thwarts international secret agents as opposed to two bumbling guys trying to break into a house, I think that is so brave. <laughs> I, I, I think that that may explain the Trump administration's uh, attitude toward the intelligence community. <laughs> I can honestly say I never saw Home Alone 3. And that's the best thing about it. The best thing I can say about it. Kangaroo Jack. (laughs) It really shows the power of marketing 
because from what I understand, he the kangaroo is not in the movie much, and the, everyone thought they were watching the kangaroo movie. So, is, is this is this the one with Yahoo Serious? No, was no, it that's that no, Fraser. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it has Anthony Anderson in it. Yes, the fact I think that we don't right, know actually, who's in yeah, this movie <laughs> should tell you everything. None of us know this movie. <laughs> I am deep. <laughs> I, I thought the kangaroo was cool. Yeah. I like kangaroos. Have fun with this one, Geely. <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, here's, here's something that for somebody it's probably a good thing, right? This is the movie that ended the relationship of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. <laughs> Cleared the way for Benefer 2, which yeah. was the new and improved model that is also now gone by the wayside. So now, you know, after that, J-Lo and Jennifer Garner were both on the market. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I like to think that Benefer 2 was the sequel that they thought would just catch fire, but it just didn't work out. It, it, wasn't this the movie where um, the line, I had a, a pie so good that if it was on my head, my tongue would beat my brains out to try to get a taste? If it's not, I want to see that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to get buzzed for this, but it's the movie that made Jersey Girl tank, so That's I can't valid. say anything nice about this That's movie. valid, and Jersey Girl actually is a very good movie. Yes, it's a good it movie. Is. I've actually never know. seen that. It's Jer- really never good. Never saw Jersey Mm-mm. Girl? Oh, nope. it's great. It really helps, like, if you start watching a lot of movies, it really helps start to form your sort of critical brain to see how other movies are made because the movie is premise is still chasing Amy which Ben Affleck had already made. Are you talking about Jersey Girl or Geely? Geely. Not, Ch- not Jersey Girl. Geely. I think. I never saw Geely. Is that a positive thing? I never saw it? Uh, yes. He hasn't buzzed right. so yes. Okay. Is it, is it broken? <laughs> I am getting text messages. Okay. Oh. That it's broken? <laughs> Stand by. He's <laughs> turning that off. There we go. Even though Do Not Disturb doesn't work half By the time. way, you're being very disciplined with that thing. Like, good on you because I just be buzzing everybody. <laughs> I'm not feeling very trollish today. Uh, well, we can still but, but the, the, the panel is young. Yeah, the panel hasn't <laughs> concluded yet. And I really wish that Steve were here to talk about this one because he mentioned it in our group chat. But RV. Oh, my. Oh, Steve despises this movie. <sighs> so it, it's, it it's, it's, it's late period Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I probably should have gotten buzzed just for saying that. I I can't. I saw this movie and I literally do not remember anything about it. So I, I remember can't say the anything good jokes. or bad. That's all I. Re- I remember him having to clean the septics. Saying that there are poop jokes is probably also cause to get buzzed. No, no, there are poop jokes. <laughs> is this just 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 a, a fact? Look, if you don't like poop jokes, you are not going to like my stand-up. <laughs> okay, changing my schedule for tomorrow. <laughs> I just remembered I have a, a thing at the place tomorrow. Sorry. But they're high-class poop jokes. <laughs> Mr. Nanny. Oh, what? oh, this is Hulk Hogan, right? Yes. Oh. Wow. It has one of my favorite background instances of something happening ever in a movie. While he is riding his motorcycle at the very beginning oh, of the film, yeah. in the background, for no reason, someone is throwing a dog in the river. What? <laughs> Buzz that. Not even Buzz a joke. that. 
Look it up on YouTube. That happens. It's a dog in the river. Is this? It's a I mean, he's not really knocking the movie. Is this the movie where he he's like a space alien and he comes to Earth? and that's the Bourbon Command. Yeah, that is a good movie. Which also had a cameo by the Undertaker. Yeah. Does does Rowdy Roddy Piper at any point come in and body slam him? No, I don't think so. Then it's really a Then I never saw Mr. Nanny. Then wasn't Buster Poindexter the bad guy in this film? I think you're right. Then it's brilliant. <laughs> but I did see that clip of the guy throwing the dog in the river. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like how did why I why? need to know more about. Wait, is it, it is it like how he throws it? No, it's just kind of. And, and you're like, why is this happening? And it's a little dog too. Like, oh, stop telling me that, man! Poodle Come on. just throws we it in want the water. So, so okay, much. so I've got the explanation. Clearly, he's related to the Wicked Witch of the West. He's getting your little dog too, but he can't get wet because he'll melt. And well, the the only reason I like it so much is because of the fact: number one, it was so long ago, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> number two, it's a mystery that I feel needs to be solved. And there is a podcast premise for, for someone <laughs> to please find that man. Like a serial style Exactly. <laughs> the next serial needs to be them locating and finding this man. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Hulk Hogan's doing much, so he could at least make an appearance. Reprise well, you know, yeah, <laughs> after the last thing Hulk Hogan made an appearance in. This court. Yeah. Maybe not so much. <laughs> I'm not even going to buzz he that because that was enough. funny. Come on. <laughs> the Master of Disguise. Dana Carvey's a genius, dude, and I'll watch him in anything. Turtle, turtle. turtle. I don't right. care. I mean, it's, a lot of it's just the fact that the Dana Carvey show was amazing and just this anomaly that the world didn't get enough of. And if I can get a little bit of that in The Master of Disguise, I will be happy to watch it. That came in this weird period where like, people didn't want anything to do with Dana Carvey. Like Even like... The Dana Carvey show, mm-hmm. which I agree with you about. Yeah. Uh, nobody watched, and then they made this movie, and nobody, nobody watched saw it, it either. And yeah. He was still so, doing I, George Bush for some reason. Like I have friends who, like, that's one of their favorite movies. Like, they'll do the turtle, turtle thing all right. the time. Yeah. I mean, for people of a certain age, that is a brilliant film from their childhood. You know, my mm-hmm. brother, he watched that movie so many times. My brother, too. So. Yeah. How I'm dare sorry. You say it's bad. How dare you? <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Three. George oh. Lucas cameo. Same. Axel Fox. Uh. <laughs> I like anything with a with a theme park or an amusement park <laughs> side. Wait. Did wait. anyone fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> then yeah. And they did reuse uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, yes. In that movie. In the theme park area, so if you like Battlestar Galactica, then Beverly Hills Cop Three is for you. That would have been like OG BSG, not like oh, yeah, reboot BSG. Yeah, okay, I'm out. It was renamed Earth LA or something like that. Right. I, I'm with Chad. Yeah, George, we'd Lucas. never seen a Cylon before, right? Right. <laughs> and Axel Foley gets shot like seven times and just gets up and walks out at a movie like The Terminator or something. So it's great. Isn't he working on another one? He is. It's going straight to Netflix. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yes. No. no there's that, good movies. I mean, there's there's Oscar, Oscar-worthy movies that go yeah. directly to Netflix. I mean, he's made I'm not saying movie, that's going yeah. to be one. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Dolomite is my name yeah, is definitely great. one. It's freaking fantastic. Oh, it's great. The first 
live action Inspector Gadget with Matthew Broderick. Oh, I thought we were going Scooby Doo. I was so ready for oh, it. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, I don't hate that either, though. I, they, uh, there, there's some things I hate about it, but in general, I think Broderick's all right in it. And uh, the gadgetry, the, the props are freaking fanta- fantastic. Uh, and it keeps the premise of the TV show pretty well, where he is completely incompetent. Penny is great. So I think it's a pretty good adaptation. Even the house was accurate. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And the uh, McDonald's toys tie-in were so clever. And oh, it was great. Because they were different body parts. I think the profits he made this movie actually went to pay off the the family of the people oh, that he oh, killed. Ouch. oh wow that's, a, that's so, not a so, buzz so your buzzer's broken <laughs> okay no, <laughs> I, 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 all right all right I I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna test the buzzer here because i i said some nice things but man was dr claw miscast oh that was so so oh no i'm so glad you said it <laughs> This is one, like, it's universally panned as being bad, but I, I actually enjoyed it as a kid. George of the Jungle. Oh. With Brendan Fraser. Who doesn't like Brendan Fraser? Brendan. Uh, the audience between 2000 and <laughs> 2018. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> George of the Jungle was actually uh, one of Disney's biggest hits. Yeah, it was huge. Mid- was it the mid nineties or yeah. Was it yeah, something like late that? 90s, the late nineties, so, yeah, somewhere in there. So they actually even uh, toyed with the idea of retheming the Jungle Cruise after it, the George of the Jungle Cruise. So there's a good thing that we can say about it. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> it wasn't that big. You, you can't. Success. You can't, it, it, you can't now, change Jungle Cruise. But now yeah. it's only a matter of time before they retheme it for The Rock, since the movie's coming out next year. Well, that I don't think yeah. is a bad thing because anything with The Rock is awesome. Right. I, you know. Yeah. I pay more money. Yeah. I smell what he, I smell what he's cooking. I love the George of the Jungle cartoon yeah, when I was a kid. So I mean. It's, well, it even had the cool animated opening yeah. with the old theme song. I, uh, if I remember correctly, Weird Al Yankovic actually redid a version of the theme song for the movie. And, uh, you mean upcoming up Pensacon guest? Yes, Weird Al? upcoming Pensacon guest. Weird Al <laughs> coming February if wasn't do March it, I was going to Set him up. It's a comedy audience. Who doesn't love Weird Al? Come on. So this is kind of encompassing a series as a whole, the scary movie franchise. Our first one's really solid, it actually. Ch- it yeah. created, it like reinvigorated this entire subgenre of comedy of the parody movie right. and like the lampoon type thing. It, mm, it gave Anna Ferris a career. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah and it's great. It's uh, uh, what can be said after that or other things. Well, the, the first one was, was full on weigh ins, and then the, <laughs> on the second one, like the airplane guys came back and did it. Uh, I'm not saying it's Airplane because Airplane is, you know, the freaking greatest comedy ever made. But, you know. Ghostbusters is, I'm sorry. Close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> yeah, it gave Marlon Wayans a job, and he's not going to be able to do much other than those type of That's movies. That's true. So. Wasn't he just funny. in the movie? But, but I don't think it's a bad thing to be typecast in something. I'm, if it makes you successful. I'm going I'm I'm to I'm I'm yeah. argue with you on Marlon Wayans because that guy can actually act if you've ever seen Requiem for a Dream, uh, which, is, uh, which is a movie you only need to see once. Wasn't he offered the part of Robin? He was. Well. He was paid for the, yep, to not play paid. the part of Robin. Yeah. Could have only improved that series. but I wish I could get I paid to, be to nice not about do those. something. <laughs> I'll get paid to not do something <laughs> Exactly. Right? 
the Shaquille O'Neal classic Kazam. Uh, <laughs> is this Kazam or <laughs> this is not the fever the dream of people thinking Sinbad yeah, movie that, that doesn't exist. No, this is the actual Mandela it really is real, damn it. <laughs> they hired a seven foot seven foot basketball player with limited acting abilities to carry a movie franchise, and it wasn't the only one they did that for either. You know, I, that movie, Kazam, uh, gets better. Feel that the kid died <laughs> at that fall <laughs> at the beginning of the film, you and the, the rest of the film is the Jacob's Ladder scenario. <laughs> <laughs> See, in order to enjoy that movie, you have to watch it and then immediately go play a copy of Shaq Fu for the Super Nintendo. Oh, of so you can enjoy the entire Shaquille O'Neal. And, and you have to listen to uh, What's Up, Doc? Can We Rock? That's but, true. But a- as an actor Shaq makes a hell of a rapper he does <laughs> <laughs> that was good I, I enjoy Shaq just anything with him like, regardless of the quality well we, we need we need the Jeff though. true let's see well if you got back pain and need car insurance he's, he's there for <laughs> that's true both of those you need back pain so we mentioned Adam Sandler earlier. Mm. Don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> that movie really made me hungry for hummus for some reason. <laughs> the hair and makeup team did a swell job. Adam Sandler's hair was great. It's what I aspire to have every day. All right. Best thing I can say about that film is I have not seen it. No comment. <laughs> It is several of my friends' favorite Sandler movie. I don't think they know who that is. See, you had to bring up Sandler movies. Now we lost Yeah, you're making people walk out. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. They should pay me not to do the rest of this. Going off of the Adam Sandler (laughs) kick, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. It's a trailblazer of a movie (laughs) for civil rights. One of, several, one of several films he's done with the star of Paul Blart Mall Cop, <laughs> uh, who's, oh, Kevin James, that's his name. I've yeah. forgotten it for a moment. <laughs> I think that movie's actually enjoyable. It, it's not great, it's enjoyable. It's no pixels, and I that's a good thing. That I like pixels, you, you like leave pixels, pixels alone. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> Josh Gad made love <laughs> to a computer character. Yeah, to Cubert, to no less. But, to Cubert. <laughs> but no, uh, that movie brought to light a lot of issues with the insurance industry. And I feel that without that voice. So it carried a good message. It provided an important public service. It did. Steve, you just missed RV. <laughs> it was like three selections ago. That was my contribution to this. Thank you, Steve. So let's hear all the nice things you have to say about RV, Steve. Um, it ended early because I walked out halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to the poop joke. Then <laughs> 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 don't go to Wally's set tomorrow. You'll be walking out of that too. <laughs> no, I think you'll, I think you'll all like it. The Mike Myers classic. Oh no! Oh, no. 
the cat in the hat. Oh, I thought we were going to Love Guru. <laughs> it's oh, it's in the hat. <laughs> it's in the hat. Cat's in the hat. It the made, hat Love Guru's in the hat. That was it, like the second movie I put in here. It made Jim Carrey's The Grinch watchable. <laughs> I don't hate that movie. Wait, is, is that a I, re- I really don't. Cat in the hat? <laughs> is it, it's not as fun if you have to load the app. You're done, Jason. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> This, nope. There was a joke in this movie that is for children, it's where the car used to have the name SHIT, and that is all you need to know. <laughs> did Ron Howard actually direct that one too, no. or did no. he direct? Okay, no. It was uh, Raja Gosnell, I believe. Oh well, of course That's... it was. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas classic. We were mentioning Sinbad earlier. Jingle all the way. <laughs> There's this awesome scene in the diner between Schwarzenegger and Sinbad where Sinbad's given this whole thing. I'm just trying to do one, get Christmas right this one time or something. I don't know. I haven't seen it in 20 years. But it's really sincere and it's great. And Sinbad actually does some fantastic acting in it. And a second later, you realize his character is lying. It's the best turnaround I've ever seen. And that movie's just fun. And as a kid, um, I wanted one of those toys and I never got one. Now I'm better. Dude, do you know what those go for on the aftermarket, the props? It's, it's insane. It's, it's too much, I'm sure. Uh, you know, they uh, at the end of the movie where Anakin Skywalker gives the... <laughs> Wait, that's the cool man. thing. Which Anakin Skywalker is it? Jake, Jake Lloyd. That, that Can we remake one. it with Hayden Christensen? Because I feel like <laughs> yes. that would be hilarious. We could just go the the sequel where he's grown up. No, it doesn't. Not a sequel. Like, just let's digitally, like, let's pull a Lucas and digitally insert Hayden Christensen and Jake Lloyd's place in that movie. As long as he's a nice shade of blue. At the age he is yeah. now. Yeah. In blue, yes. <laughs> I, d- I do have a couple of things. That, that scene where Anakin Skywalker hands the uh, Turbo Man to Sinbad's character is very lovely. I mean, yes, the guy's going to jail and probably won't be able to give it to his son. <laughs> But it still was a very sweet thing. It's a very to do. sweet scene. The second thing is, at least it's not the sequel that starred Larry the Cable Guy. There was a jingle all the way too. Yeah, with Larry the Cable Guy. With Larry the Cable Guy. Never saw it. Wow. Wow. So, so in the course of this sequel, did he get her done? Twice. <laughs> hit that buzzer, please. I'll give you money uh, if you hit that buzzer. No. Bad jokes are acceptable as long as they're not mean. Oh, this is the sequel, too. Or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's going to be Jingle All the Way, too. <laughs> the Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> Check so Eddie got, Murphy's ego. <laughs> I, I got in a good joke about that on Nightmare Theater, uh, which is, yes, I told you I have a million titles. I'm also on Nightmare Theater. Uh, where uh, they, I, the only acting I've ever done on camera, in fact, uh, I, I was told to do a little bit where in the Christmas episode, if you all have seen it, if you haven't seen it, it's on uh, WSRE at 10 p.m. Saturday nights. Uh, and I am on the job as on the show as the curator. I'm not actually an actor or comic. I do a little bit with a movie prop every episode. And uh, so El Sapo, the, the manservant of the Baron, who's the host of the show, comes in and gives me a Christmas present. And this is after I'm ranting and raving about how much I hate him. And I say, oh, maybe he's a nice guy. And I opened it up. It's a photo of him. And I say, well, this is about as useful as all those Pluto Nash props we've got back there. <laughs> Fun fact, I actually do, have, I do run a prop collection in my day job. And we do have Pluto Nash props. 
Welcome to the Julio uh, Diaz I does a lot a of good stuff. Time putting the uh, standee together when I worked at the movie theater, so that was fun. <laughs> Productive. Yeah. And some of the prop work in that film is actually really good. They spent I agree. A, a boatload of money making that movie. They made a thimble full back, but they, yeah. yeah. Evan Almighty. <laughs> Starring Steve Carell. Yes. I haven't Starring seen Steve it. Carell. And Morgan Freeman as God. Yes. You can't speak badly about God. True. That's I it. don't have a joke there. You just yeah, can't speak badly I about God. I, I, I really haven't seen it. So oh, really? Far. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I felt that they said everything they needed to with the first one. So it was like, eh. But they wanted to make more money. But yeah. they didn't have Jim Carrey. So, but they movie. wanted to make more money. Yet another there. movie I saw in a theater that I couldn't tell you a thing about it. From the memory. And I feel like there was like, like he had like a famous actress that was uh, his girlfriend in that movie. And I can't remember who it was now. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. I can't remember. So this is another twofer. Who was it? Did one of you know? No, I was saying I've seen it, but I can't remember anything about it. <laughs> it's completely forgettable. It, that yeah. may like be the best thing about, about it. It's, I call that the Transformers Dark of the Moon effect. Because <laughs> that's the number one thing I well, go to. Technically Transformers, but. Uh, what happened in that movie? I saw that. What happened in that movie? Smokey and the Bandit 2 and 3. 2 and 3? But those are two different movies. We'll say the second one. We're trying to okay. Save time here. okay. Smokey and the uh, Bandit 2, I used when I was a kid, I had the, the Hot Wheels toys. Oh no way. And I used to, and my uncle worked for a trucking company, so I had all these like um uh, uh die-cast um uh, 18-wheelers when I was a kid. And I used to recreate the desert scene when I was a kid. And that was pretty fun. See, and this funny, is why I asked what I actually used to do. This is why I asked for a clarification here because it is two movies. At Smokey and the Bandit 2 brought back the entire original cast of fantastic actors from Smokey and the Bandit 1. Smokey and the Bandit 3 didn't do that. If you don't know, Smokey and the Bandit 3 was Smokey. The elephant, isn't Smokey it? That was is the second one. The Bandit. Okay. And they decided that uh, they were going to have uh, oh, God, Jackie, Jackie Gleason, Gleason be both Sheriff Buford T. Justice and The Bandit. So, 16, they did, I think they did test 60, 70 right? some odd year old Jackie Gleason playing Burt Reynolds in his prime. <laughs> that, that, it's happened. the same thing, man. It's like a mirror. <laughs> but no, Smoking the Man 2, isn't that the like the climax of the movie? Is when there's like all those cop cars and all those trucks just driving towards each other. That's the climax of pretty much every 70s and early 80s Burt Reynolds movie, that's, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So cool. I, I'm trying to remember Smokey and the Bandit 3. Is that the one where Snowman became the bandit? Yes, I think so, yeah. yeah. When they had to yeah. take the giant fish to, At what was it, Miami? I Wait, hold up. No, it wasn't. That's the plot? No, that was the second one. Burt Reynolds for a moment? <laughs> sure. It, it, was, it was inconceivable. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch this movie. No, the uh, funny, uh, my, my story about this Smokey and the Bandit 2 is they actually have one of the Trans Ams used at the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville, which I got to see last month whenever I went. Well, that makes sense because I guess Jerry, Jerry Reed. Reed is in the yeah. movie. Yeah, that makes sense. He didn't drive the Trans Am. He drove the tractor trailer, but, you know, close. Don't think you there's can fit a tangential one of, relationship. I think you can fit there, one of those in the, even though that's a huge building, I don't think you could fit an 18-wheeler in there. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> there's one every. 
<laughs> White chicks. Terry Crews. <laughs> is great it, in everything it, he's in. It, it, it just goes to show, as we all know, blackface is horribly offensive and should never be done. Whiteface, though, perfectly okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problems whatsoever. <laughs> I honestly have nothing to say about it. I had it. No, there, I had a copy of it. Is Wally, that a positive Terry thing? Cruz. Or is it just a fact? Well, to the producers of that movie, it's a very I'm sure they appreciated thing. it. <laughs> they made about five cents off of that. Oh, someone's got it. Herbie fully loaded. Michael Keaton's in it. Is that the one? It's, it's the last movie Lilo made before she went completely off the wagon. Isn't it? That came, did that come out before or after Mean Girls? I think that was after that Mean was Girls. After that was after. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Mean Girls, by the way, fucking brilliant. I'll defend that every day of the week, but nobody's right. going to tell me that's a bad movie. I'm sorry, I'm not Herbie watch. fully loaded. Yeah, well, it, you know, it, th- it took me back to the Herbie movies of my youth. If it doesn't with have Dean a, Jones, uh, Buddy hacking in it, I'm not watching it. <laughs> Is that true for all the movies you watch, or just like any Herbie? Does he movie? have to be in every, every movie? damn movie? Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, and I, Does I, this I, movie have Buddy Hackett, sir? I'm not watching it. He's then. actually being recast yeah. as Tony Stark. They're actually yeah. bringing Buddy, him back to life. Buddy Who's going to throw some Irishman technology on somebody? And I can say this too because it was a movie that she made when she was an adult, but it was before she went totally off the wagon and had some kind of massive plastic surgery or maybe just did a whole lot of cocaine and her face changed and so it was like right when like because mean girl she wasn't 18 yet but herbie fully loaded she was so i can say it she was hot in that movie that's true is Lindsay lohan buddy hackett she's not buddy hackett <laughs> i just i just had this hilarious it was like, yes it was like the only movie where Lindsay lohan was both hot and legal i think i've created a new character <laughs> <laughs> they make the insane the buddy hackett, buddy hackett, hackett super fit. so at walt disney world <laughs> <laughs> there is a Buddy snack Hackett. cart <laughs> called Fully Loaded. <laughs> That's Please tell based me on that booze. movie. Does it sell that booze? sells the best cheese-filled soft pretzels. <laughs> if I was great at just CG like in the movie. <laughs> okay, but this is the first thing that Disney's got wrong on branding because it's called Fully Loaded, but it doesn't sell booze. <laughs> Well, Missed opportunity, Disney. I drive a 2015 White Beetle, and when I bought it, it actually had the Herbie stickers on the side of it. Nice. And I told them, I was like, as much as I love Herbie, please take those stickers off the car, and I will buy it from you. And to this and day, you got the, I love that car. You got the Star Wars ones, right? Yeah, I put Star Wars stickers nice. on it. Nice. I bought it because it looks like, a, 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 like I'm driving a, star, uh, a Stormtrooper helmet. It does. Yeah. Well, that your means card. you're not going to hit anything, so that's exactly. great. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> not going to get any better than that, folks. We're out. I just had this visual of the, the scene from Endgame when everyone's coming out of the, the, the circles. And Dr. Strange says, is this everyone? And just Buddy Hackett pops up. <laughs> just like, like hanging out of the sunroof of the original Herbie. <laughs> With an oil can in one hand. Anyone who's listening who is well-versed in computer graphics, make that happen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure the the Venn diagram of your listeners, computer graphics people, and Buddy Hackett fans are just (laughs) fantastic. I'm just going to call this the Buddy Hackett tribute show. (laughs) Soul Plane. Oh, my God. 
great title for a movie. I could return it to my friend Q. <laughs> in any way related to the uh, movie Soul Food? I, I, that's no, a legitimate. No. No, this was Snoop Dogg it, running it, an airline. Yeah. These came out about the same time. You know, this actually, I think this is the first time I ever saw Kevin Hart in anything. <clears throat> so I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I believe they actually made a plane that you could fly on. Like right. the, the Soul Plane. So like, if you were really into that movie, you could go live the experience. You should line that up for Pensacola. And, and, and it's, I mean, let's face it. If you got on that plane... You were gonna get high two ways, so. Yeah. <laughs> I think you gave a lot of jokes for the Boondocks. <clears throat> Happy about that. Oh, that's 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 definitely valid. Yeah. Caddyshack two. Oh God. That's. <laughs> I love that. I like movie. that movie. <laughs> I like that movie. Dan Aykroyd trying to figure it out. I mean, he doesn't quite figure it out, but he's trying to figure it out, and I can appreciate that. I remember. I remember when I was a little kid, and he was uh, pretending to be that food truck operator and he was making that ridiculous burrito with like you know green peas and filled peas and, and all this kind of stuff i'm like yeah that looks good <laughs> can honestly say i never saw caddyshack 2 uh, wow you need to it's a uh, real- julio do you have something to say that's not going to get have, me buzzed does it have buddy hackett in it uh it, it doesn't, doesn't have buddy not, not only does it not have buddy hackett it doesn't have chevy chase it doesn't have bill murray no Ch- chevy chase is in no, that Miller? one yeah no at, when they, when on the day he rapped he walked over to the director and said let me know when you add the laugh track and then walked off set. <laughs> that's that's great. a delightfully yeah. assholeish chevy chase thing to also yeah. known as anything yes, chevy chase yep. says uh yeah no the original is like well, I, we're going to put this in the Ghostbusters airplane category again as one of the greatest comedies of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, second, I would agree with that. The second is also a comedy. Every moment with Rodney Dangerfield on the screen. Oh, so good. <laughs> no, everybody is so damn good in the original. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Fucking amazing. <laughs> we're <movie>. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> the Haunted Mansion. Uh, they I had a lot of great tributes in that film. They did. It's a great marketing piece for Disney. Uh, I love and the ride. Again, count? Rick Baker's special effects are freaking fantastic, yeah. and we've got some of the pieces in the Meryl movie collection. Nice. Agreed. Honestly, I think everybody was really good in that movie. It's just, except I, I almost said something <laughs> bad. But it, it, you weren't going to bag on Eddie, a, were you? Not in the middle of the Eddie Renaissance, were you? It was just a good, entertaining no. popcorn flick. It's not, you know, not something you're going to watch it. You just have to shut your brain off. Yeah. I mean, as the Haunted Mansion is one of my favorite attractions at Disney World. So, yeah, when you're chasing that perfection, I need somebody like Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro to actually do that. Which they're su- buddy hacking. Which is, supposed to, which is supposed to be happening along with the 947,000 other films that Guillermo del Toro is attached to right it's now. It's not anymore. Of course it's not. Because that's a Guillermo del Toro film. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do this. No, I'm not. <laughs> Time has passed. <laughs> so we mentioned Mr. Dwayne Johnson earlier. Yeah. The Tooth Fairy. So this is another film that had a sequel starring Larry the Cable Guy. It really is. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that movie completely. How, how, do, we, how do we stop that from happening? That's two now. That's uh, two more than we need. I guess give Larry a lot of money to not make movies. Mm. Yeah, I will say, I, it, it, and not that Larry the Cable Guy has anything to move, do with the movie we're talking about other than the fact that he wasn't a sequel. I've actually interviewed Larry the Cable Guy. He's actually a nice guy. I'm sure he's right. really... Doesn't mean I want to see his movies. <laughs> but luckily, we're not talking about that movie, so I can talk crap about that all I want. Yeah. <laughs> 
Delta Farce. Oh, God. <laughs> Brilliant classics of cinema. Uh, in fairness, I have not seen the Dwayne Johnson movie, but I have seen that it, it has set a career track for wrestlers that are trying to have that same career that he has had. Which John Cena uh, The is John right Cena now, playing yeah. with fire movie that has been out recently. Right. That's so his tooth fairy for him to turn around and become the big action star. Yeah. Jack and Jill. Oh, Jack oh and more Jill. Sandler. I thought that was a Jim Carrey movie. No, that was where it was Sandler, Adam Sandler played is both Jack, Jack is that a positive and Jill. Thing? I think that's a Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> I mean, it might, may, maybe should have been. You know what? What am I thinking of? Amazing with <laughs> what am I, what's, so this, it's a Sandler So he movie. plays he plays himself and his sister. His sister is an overweight woman who oh, Al Pacino yeah. falls in love with. <laughs> Because yeah, of who course doesn't, he who oh. doesn't like oh, that? Oh, that classic tale yeah, so of it was, Al Pacino falling it was like in that love thing with where, That thing where Robert De Niro went and made a bunch of successful comedies with Ben Stiller, so Al Pacino said, well, hey, I got to get into that, and went and started making a bunch of movies with Adam Sandler, and that was the thing that happened. There's a commercial in the middle of the movie where he's in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, and that is one of my favorite things ever put on film. Because <laughs> how did you get here, sir? <laughs> the Martin Lawrence starring classic Big Mama's House. Big Mama's House. Oh, funny. When I watched it. How old were you at the time? Younger than I am now. <laughs> but I was like 11 or 12, and it was pretty funny. Uh, that was a child's opinion at the time. I'll say in facts. I don't know if they're good things or bad things. But uh, yeah, I had a blast watching it at the time. It didn't warrant all those sequels. Uh, time will tell. How many sequels were there? Eleven. Wow. <laughs> so, so here's what I will say. If you are an aficionado of the sub, 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 sub genre of fat black drag movies... This is the film for you. There may be more I, of those in this house. I do have a friend who is a connoisseur of fat black drag movies. He is himself black, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and he speaks very, very highly of this film. So it's, it's a lot it's, better than any of the Medea films. It's, but it's proto-Medea, which was this huge subgenre and made a bunch of money for um, that guy. Fat black drag, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Tyler and, Perry and is who, that guy. Tyler Perry, who basically has created this giant studio in Georgia. They yeah. used to be an army base. He's given a lot of people a lot a of work. Yes, jobs. he has. And we have Martin Lawrence to thank yes, for all yes, the work. That's my that. point. <laughs> and yet another movie I saw in the theater and remember nothing from it. Benny Hackett was not in this movie. Was Buddy Hackett Who's in Benny it? Hackett? That's, the, <laughs> that's the riff we've been doing. I don't want to watch Benny Hackett movies. <laughs> Nacho Libre. I, Jack dude, Black. Nacho Libre is a great I, movie. I actually enjoy that movie. Why did you put that in there? I can't, I can't think I've of a had, Jack Black movie that I put in I looked at the list of worst hat. comedies made, and it was on it, did, so I threw it in the hat. It seems like you mixed up hats. The wine, <laughs> I have had diarrhea since Easter's, <laughs> just still cracks me up to I, no end. I, I noticed how you waited for Steve to walk back in for the poop joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just watched Nacho Libre again about a month ago, and that movie never <laughs> fails to make me laugh every time I watch it. It's one of those I think Derek that gets I buzzed for putting that in the hat. I really didn't like it the first time I saw it, but the more I oh, watch it, the works. better it. I buzz myself so I can't say anything. 
No, I, I will say when I bought this movie on DVD, it came with a really cool Lucha Libre mask oh that, I, that, that I still have to this day. I should have yeah, brought it. Awesome. Yeah. You just leave that in your car because you never know when you need it. You never know when you're going to get into those a massive Mexican wait, wrestling those are the Lord's Chiefs. Or rob a bank. No, whatever. I mean, you never know when Rey Mysterio fan conventions will be in town. So <laughs> Tell him they were the Lord's Chiefs. Nacho. <laughs> Norbit. <laughs> Again, fat black drag. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, I read a list of the worst comedies <laughs> ever by made. By that point, and I Eddie Murphy the the Academy Award-nominated special effects by Rick Baker. If I'm gonna watch a lot of those in late late, late period, Eddie Murphy. If I'm gonna watch a a, a black man put, uh, put on a big fat suit of a woman, it's gonna be Eddie Murphy and not Martin Lawrence. If it doesn't have Buddy Hackett in it, if, <laughs> poor Tyler Perry. <laughs> poor, yeah. <laughs> Norbit. <I> just, <laughs> the name is just, just great. Need to watch, you need to watch that movie uh, in I, order for you to understand <laughs> what life is supposed to be, but it is not. The only <laughs> My girlfriend adores that movie. Really? It's one of her favorite movies of all <laughs> the, time. And the, I'm being absolutely 100% serious right now. Get out of here! <laughs> I will say, too, that it led to some good jokes on my favorite sitcom of all time, How I Met Your Mother. So there's that. <coughs> Shrek 3. John Cleese, isn't it? I mean, now I, we're just saying who's I actually liked not. Shrek 3 well enough. It's yeah. after Shrek, Shrek 3 where it really goes off the I rails. I remember Shrek. Uh, I remember there was this big scene where they had all the Disney princesses together, and they they weren't, but of course they weren't Disney because it's not actual it. Disney. Right. But it was all of those fairy tale characters, Snow White, Cinderella, blah blah blah, and they all had to go on attack. And this was years before Ralph Rex the Internet. Right. And Snow, uh, I think it was Snow White commanded the animals to attack, and immigrant song starts playing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all almost as epic as the same scene in Thor Ragnarok. I would have remembered this, so I never saw. <laughs> Bench warmers. Bench warmers. Did you say bitch warmers? <laughs> B-E-N-C-A. Oh, okay. Bench warmers. Okay. Well, bench. then that's not the same I'm one I saw on Pornhub. So. I'm thinking of the right. I'm thinking of the It's, right Dave, it's David Spade and Nick Swartzen and uh, the uh, the guy from. Uh, Rob Schneider. Rob, no, Rob Schneider, not David. I just mixed I up David Spade it. and Rob Schneider. So this sounds like the, the, Good the for Keanu Schneider, Reeves movie, The Replacements. That's, except, what I, that's, what yeah. I said. that's the first thing that popped in my head. Like, okay. hey, that's not the, that movie. Okay. So, I don't think any of us saw nothing. this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the no, only I one s- who's seen this movie. I, it's the guy with the. It's the guy from a. Uh, that was that annoying comedy movie Buddy that everyone Hackett. saw in high school. It was Buddy Hackett was in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, he, and there was the, the orphanage was closing, and they had to win a baseball bad, game bad, to bad keep bad it girl. open. <laughs> it's a classic of cinema. There's actually two funny scenes in that movie with an old man from a video store who just has like <gasps> no. Was that me? Uh, John Lovitz is in it. <laughs> Oh, you're right. And he, he is plays in it. a crazy billionaire, and he's driving the bandits Trans Am. And when he gets in the car, this is the only—I don't even remember the plot. I just remember this bit. And he slams on the gas, and all it does is spins tires and then jumps the curb and messes up the bandits Trans Am. And he leans out the car and goes, "To perfect the art of the peel out." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only like that's a decent joke. <laughs> I hear old man in a video store, it, and I think Jeff Anderson's in here somewhere. It's a, it's a great, no, it's a great movie to just shut your brain off because there, there's an old man in the video store. There's a and, lot of those going around. Uh, Rob Schneider and the two other characters are in, and they say something to the the old man, and he's just like completely incoherent. And all he does is just look at the the three main characters and just go, 
<laughs> from, from the from the other side of the video. For those of you listening oh, at home, I have seen this from a Derek has just stuck which is exactly what the, the audience did to the screen in that film. <laughs> if I can hold the piece of paper, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Robert De Niro as Boris Badenov. Yes. I mean, that's a thing that exists in the world. So. Something to blow your guys' mind, that movie came out now 20 years ago. Oh my God. Man, don't, 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 so, don't say that. So, <laughs> so for, for our friend West Hubbard, I'll just throw this in here. It, it led to the decline of the Rocky and Bullwinkle property to the point that Sam's Fun said he could get the rights to it for many, many years for next that's to right. nothing. And so we in Pensacola get to enjoy the Rocky and Bullwinkle-themed characters at Sam's Fun City, which our good friend West Hubbard manages all the time. There's, that's interesting. There's, wow. there's this one joke in it that's just such a basic street joke that I love. It's uh, Jason Alexander is in a helicopter, and he's got a laptop which has a satellite at the top of it. That's right. And no, it's supposed he's Boris. He and, plays and, Boris. And De Niro's the, the leader. The, yeah. The, yeah. Fearless leader. Fearless leader. Yeah. And he has to zap Rocky and Bullwinkle with this, like, laptop laser satellite thing and he, he pulls it out and he goes okay press any key to continue where's the Wh which one's any key <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a dumb street joke that everyone says all the time but i just i like it so who was i'm trying to remember who was natasha was that Tasha. was it angelica houston or am i just having I, it's been so long since i've seen it i couldn't tell you renee russo oh, okay oh. that makes sense all right okay enough. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> it made it possible for us to have Deuce Bigelow, European gigolo. Yes, no. the international Listen, version. There's, actually, there's good bits that. in that movie. But there's good bits that in that movie. <laughs> Not the ones you'd think in a gigolo movie. No. All of those <laughs> double entendres. The uh, guy at the aquarium store was the, like, this is a custom hand job. <laughs> just that, that whole sequence had me in stitch. Had that dude from The Mummy just talking and I'm Brendan just Fraser? No. <laughs> no. Brendan Fraser. Brent, so Brendan Fraser's in two movies. And uh, no, I'm just. I'm rambling. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the Pacifier. Is that with The Rock or with someone who I'm. That no, was the that Vin was Diesel classic. So every, every action star has to do one wacky comedy. comedy with kids somewhere along the way. Which and this was I'm Vin Diesel's right I think I, can, I think I confused, <laughs> I confused the pacifier with the tooth fairy. Is that a positive thing? That's how you get the Fast and the Furious. Neither <laughs> <laughs> franchise has been the same since Paul Walker. <laughs> I just had an idea. Of Too Vin soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> Vin Diesel... The Rock and John Cena should all team up to do a family comedy. Oh, can they pay? A little, oh, I've they got, can remake I've My Three Dads. I've got the pitch. No, I've got the pitch. They're the three brothers in a Brady Bunch remake. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I uh, counter that with a remake of Three Men and a Baby. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Brilliant. <laughs> no, you, you win. And the baby. I will take all baby mine, please. <laughs> oh, Disney will make that in five minutes. Let's go. They have the rights. <laughs> just not the merchandise. Because we all know they're going to hear this podcast Ooh. and it's just going to happen. Or Absolutely. A remake, a remake of The Three Amigos. Don't touch Great. that. <laughs> Don't touch that. Leave that alone. We will have a plethora of money. <laughs>
We, I, we really should just go to Disney and pitch all of these because they, they'll make them. Yeah, yeah they yeah. just let people walk I mean, we can leave right now, right? We can make it. <laughs> we can be, we can in, be in Orlando in eight hours. Yeah. Me and Steve made that trip It won't get three anything hours. done because the studio is actually in Hollywood, but <laughs> we can still in, be in Orlando in eight hours. It's in Burbank, <laughs> but okay. We drive to Orlando. Oh, crap. Studios in Hollywood. But then we'll just enjoy the parks. Yeah. And that'll be fine, too. Wait, you are you saying the Disney Hollywood Studios is not an actual studio? <laughs> Well, how dare Molly, you? Once upon a time, <laughs> the last time I was there, I watched Tom Hanks filming <laughs> from the Earth to the Moon. <laughs> you watched Tom Hanks film a documentary he narrated. <laughs> we got time for a couple more here. I have to throw this one in here just because I used it for the promo graphic. Son of the Mask. It gave us a promo graphic. <laughs> yes. It gave Jamie Kennedy a paycheck and more or less ended his career. <laughs> you know, That's nice, right? It's I, nice for us. It made me wonder, who won the Nintendo Power sweepstakes <laughs> to be on set of The Mask 2 with Jim Carrey? And what did they do for that guy? <laughs> give give Jim Carrey a few weeks. The way his career's co- going, there will be a mask too eventually. I just want the documentary. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog is going to relaunch it, so it's okay. The kid we'll guy see. Shows up. <laughs> Change of plan. Uh, I'm actually surprised. <laughs> cinema, so it's like, uh, how do you feel about the Nightmare on Elm Street series? <laughs> I actually never saw Son of the Mask, so I can't fuck it. Uncanny Valley is all I say. <laughs> I was really hoping, because this was like the second movie I listed on here. Wild, Wild West. Awesome, awesome action figures. So, kid. so here's, the, here's the thing about Wild, Wild West. The producer, John Peters, had these amazing fantasies that he wanted to see brought to the screen of a giant mechanical spider. And he finally got it, but thank goodness it was not in a Superman movie, which is where he really wanted it to be. So it's one he, of Kevin Smith's favorite stories. It's, to not, it's not to say that there haven't been bad Superman movies, <laughs> but that wasn't one of them. So I listened to a, a podcast called Film Sack, where they go through and just watch bad old movies. And they came up with a term that they've used for the past 10 years called chicken the bucket. And this refers to when he's at the beginning of the movie when he's in the, the water tower with, the, with the, the chick and then she just disappears the rest of the movie. You don't see her again. So they refer to a chick in the bucket as somebody in a movie who oh. shows up and then just disappears for no oh, reason it's the, it's, it's like an update of the Chuck Cunningham syndrome, but for cinema. Oh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. now, now, That's now, a deep now cut. Now we're on the trolley. Uh, you know, it gave us an amazing... Will Smith song. So yeah, I, Wild Wild West. Right, which is still in my head these twenty-five. Years. <laughs> and finally, Freddie oh. got fingered. Why did you do I, this? I, I, this I, is I call fuck no wait. I call BS. That was not movie. organically pulled out of the hat, was it? No, because I wanted to end <laughs> this one on a good note. There's, there's actually, if I may. Um, there's a movement online that was a little bit spearheaded by the uh, YouTube video essayist uh, Lindsay Ellis, who talked about how this is like a Dadaist masterpiece. And they went into real detail about it. So if you like exploring film criticism and film theory and things like that, it's a lot of fun. I think it's crap. 
But it's, <laughs> it's the last movie. I don't really care if you bust me. Uh, yeah. Do it. Do it. You're going to have I to just buzz didn't think me. Because yeah. this is literally the one of the, like, probably the worst movie I've ever seen it's in my life. Just totally the worst movie of all time. Steve knows. Garbage we, movie. We had to go to the Did Tampa you? Short Film Festival last year. <laughs> and there was a movie that was a comedy. It was a short film that I walked out of the theater physically angry <laughs> because it was so unfunny. It angered me. That was the same feeling I got with Freddy Got Fingered. It's so unfunny, it actually angers me. So do you want to review it on my show next week? Sure. <laughs> I'll go off for an hour. Right. About that one short film. <laughs> I used to run a website where we would all choose a movie to represent us. And we this. would vote off every movie we didn't feel fit the bill. And for the topic of the worst film ever made, Freddy Got Finger was the winner. And so that it won something. Is yeah. the, how we can say it is the award winning comedy. So and I, it Freddy Got Finger. And it didn't have Buddy Hackett in it. <laughs> if it doesn't have Buddy Hackett in they it, they can kiss watching. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All three zip codes of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will actually play by the rules it's got a funny title I, i'm fan i'm a fan of i guess you could call that single entendre that's not even really <laughs> double i would say it's, it's like a, it's like every acdc song that's ever existed there it's like yeah she told me to come but i was already there it's that kind of line it's like yeah yeah okay that yeah we get suggest- what you're saying you might as well have just said the thing uh and it, it uh it gave tom green a paycheck and it pretty much ended his career, so we had that. I think the last thing that he made was Charlie's Angels after that. Uh, so no, the last I thing he made was getting anybody. divorced from Drew Barrymore after Charlie's Angels. Right. I never okay. understood why anybody thought Tom Green was funny. That dude just rubs me the wrong way. I, I think that's the point, man. Okay. I, th- I think yeah. that's yeah, why it, he it, does it. Tom yeah. Green is supposed that's to rub you the wrong way with his bum. His bum is on your face. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> I mean, that's on his business card. Bad comedies and irritating Jason Robbins. Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> really? Here, here's here's yeah, what's great I'm about Freddie Got Fingered. It's getting us laughs. Right. Yeah. And I have yet to make a full-length movie, but that is out there in the world. Like, where's the justice in that? Not only out there in the world, but backed by a studio. Yes. yes. I would like everybody to know that we will be starting a Kickstarter for our full length film. <laughs> Zombie <Buddy>. gone. <laughs> Zombie got fingered. Zombie got fingered. <laughs> we not star Tom Green. Dude, yeah. that's a pitch right there. Zombie got fingered. Yes. Oh. It may go straight to Pornhub, but it's a bitch. <laughs> I have connections with them. <laughs> Credit card information doesn't count, dude. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you guys so much for doing this awesome panel and thank you guys for coming out. Let's give these guys a round of applause for having to defend just the worst of the worst comedies. You can check this out on the Derek Diamond Experience podcast and other shows we talk about filmmaking. We just did a pretty much a marathon of podcasts on Star Wars with Jason, Wally, Steve, who's sitting there in the back. And if you want to watch a good comedy, you can watch the movie that Wally and I both won awards for writing. Monsters Anonymous on Amazon Prime right now. And it stars uh, Brian O'Halloran, 
who played Dante and Clerks, and it was uh, directed by uh, Jeremy London, was T.S. Quint in Mallrats. But no Buddy Hackett. But no, it does you not have get, Buddy Hackett in it, but I'm working on it. Estate, but they would not allow his likeness. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, Wally had to run in it. I did have to. I couldn't do that today if I, if, if I had to. <laughs> Didn't you run the opposite direction as a bit, then run the other direction? Well, you went the extra mile, dude. Yeah, it's a good bit. It wasn't my idea. Like, like the first time I did it, uh, the director walked down to me and said, you're going to hate me for this. <laughs> but once you're off camera, wait five seconds and run back. <laughs> like, where am I off camera? <laughs> about, yeah, we got the wide shots. It's about 50 feet down the road. Yeah, yeah. Like right there by that tree. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a long way. <laughs> There was even a time where I fell down. Yeah, th- that's Here's the thing. Camera? From my vantage point behind the camera, I'm watching Wally run, and there's this huge uh, rock thing sculpture in the middle of the courtyard where the flagpole comes up out of. I see Wally running. He goes behind the, the, the rock sculpture, and he does not emerge from the other side. <laughs> I was like, what happened? And I look around, and he's under a park bench. Plus, if I could tell you one more thing about this film to sell you on it, and this is not defending bad comedies because it actually is a very good comedy. Uh, Jason plays the devil in it, so, you know, typecasting. Yeah. <laughs> you son of I'm a- always playing bad guys. Every movie I'm in. <laughs> Nothing Steve, wrong with being Yeah, we knew any filmmakers that ever did that. <laughs> Such a great bad Well, thank you. And... Uh, in the feature length uh, movie that I wrote, that zombie con that I was just talking about, uh, the Bill Murray, it's Ghostbusters, but zombies, the Bill Murray type person, I was thinking of him the whole time I was writing it, so not everyone thinks you're the bad guy. He's <laughs> kind of a jerk. He didn't, make you, he, didn't, he didn't make you the Walter Peck, so that's a good yeah, sign. I just have to draw on my extreme hatred of Freddy Got Fingered to fuel my How my can I be guidance. funnier than that? <laughs> Anything you two want to plug down there before we wrap this up? Pensacon coming February 28th through March 1st to downtown <laughs> Pensacola. Get your tickets now at pensacon.com. Uh, check out the YouTube channel we have called BitHouse. All of our social media is pretty much the same, at BitHouseBit, and just uh, like and subscribe. We also do a open mic every Monday night in, in Biloxi, Mississippi. It's uh, at the Wayward Kraken on Howard Avenue. Uh, they're trying to open up a comedy club so we can get more of a comedy scene. So if you go to the uh, Comedy Lab, kick, Kickstarter.com, and then just look up the Comedy Lab, and that'll take you right to it. Right. It's almost over, and we don't have near enough money. Uh, we're about three quarter, or no, uh, three, one third of the a way. Fraction yeah, of the a way. fraction of the way. <laughs> and we still have 16 days to go, so, I mean, as little as $2 goes a long way. Right. So just go to Kickstarter.com and then look up the lab be able to drink at this place and if, if the kickstarter they're still going to open and the place it'll be, be nothing to you know it'll it'll be a, a very good comedy club to have here along the gulf coasts uh so mm-hmm. if we have that then you know we'll be able to have bigger comedians through this area so it'll be a good thing for everybody right. if it gets trying funded. to make stops along yes. the way yeah. for for that top act trying are you guys performing this weekend yeah. Oh, I made them do that before that before the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at six o'clock at O'Reilly's. He's at six o'clock at uh, Perfect Plane. And last but not least, as the chairman of the festival, thanks to all of you for participating in the festival. We really appreciate your support. 
Don't forget we've got our big headline shows tomorrow at the Sanger Theater, Gilbert Gottfried at 4 o'clock, Donnell Rawlings and Orny Adams at 7.30. Tickets are still available. Tell your friends. Come down. Get them. Let's fill up the Sanger and show the world that Pensacola is a great place for comedy. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks again to Jason, Wally, Julio, and Chad for taking part in that awesome panel. We are going to be doing Defending Bad Movies again at Pensacon this year, so you'll get to hear the audio from that coming up in early March. Or you can head over to Pensacon.com and get your tickets for Pensacon, which is February 28th through March 1st, all over downtown Pensacola. For next week's show, I'll be chatting with actor Jasper Cole about his acting career how he's made a name for himself playing a villain, and also he hosts his own podcast. So we talk both filmmaking and podcasting on next week's show. And also, I'll be reviewing the film 1917 with the Unicorn Wranglers, the guys who have done the music for my show pretty much since the beginning. They're great friends of mine, so a couple of them will be on the show to review 1917, which is a movie that we've been looking forward to for quite some time. But until then, you can check out past episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcast. I mentioned the Unicorn Wranglers earlier. Their songs Late Night drive Through" and Light and Jazzy, which I've been using for quite some time on the podcast, can be found on their album Greetings from the Space Fan, which you can find on Apple Music, Google Play, and Spotify. They do have a new EP out called More Than a Myth, and next week you'll be hearing the new music for the podcast, which is from that EP. And I think that's going to do it for this week's show. So thank you once again to Jason, Wally, Julio, and Chad. Thank you to everyone who helped make the Indie Fringe and Comedy Festival a great event. Hopefully it becomes an annual thing. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday.